And I think that there is this deep desire more than ever for people to have authentic connections. I mean, based on social media and Instagram and Facebook and all these ways that we quote unquote connect with people, you know, depression rates are sky high. Anxiety is sky high. I mean, we are like desperate for real connection. So to me, that's the gap in the industry that a lot of people are missing. It's like they start seeing people as formulas. They start seeing the system as a formula, plug and play. Let me do this, X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. And then at the end of the day, it's like, did you ever actually slow down to think about the person that you're connecting with? What's up, folks? Hey, it's Nathan Freitas here. And that voice you just heard is that of Mary Hyatt. She was one of our guests on the day one launch episodes. And in this episode, we spend the entire time, a full 50 minutes, digging into how she's using authentic connection with her customers, automation, and at the end of the day, driving that to her ability to sell her high-ticket services. It's a really powerful episode. We even wrap up with um, some lessons around mindset. So do yourself a favor, sit down here, listen for 50 minutes, and by the way, share this with someone else that you think would find value from it. You guys rock. Let's get into the episode. If you're like me, you're an artist and entrepreneur. You've got big ideas, unique skills and services that frankly, no one else can offer the way you do. Yet you're probably still asking yourself these questions. How do you make money yet still have time to create as an artist? How do I run a business if my mind doesn't necessarily think that way? And how can I create a future that isn't dependent on me trading my time for money? Those are the questions we ask ourselves, and this podcast will answer them. My name is Nathan Freitas, and this is the Creative Entrepreneur Blueprint. Follow me as I demystify running a profitable creative business and empower thousands of other creative entrepreneurs like you to make money doing what they're meant to do and impact the world in the process. Let's rock. What's up, folks? Hey, it's Nathan here with the Creative Entrepreneur Blueprint. I'm sitting in my living room across from the amazing Mary Hyatt. She is a life and mindset coach. She is a bad ass. And she also has her own podcast, which is called Living Fully Alive with Mary Hyatt. What's up, guys? <laughs> I had to match your energy. <laughs> you got to match it. <laughs> Man, how fun is this? It's funny. We were just sitting here just kind of like, hi, Mary. Hey, Nathan. <laughs> How's it going this morning? So great. <laughs> um, you guys, I've been dealing with a sinus infection, so I probably don't sound fully Nathan, but I'm fully alive, Mary. I mean, you sound kind of like, you know, remember on Friends when Phoebe... I hate Friends. Okay, well, she got sick, and she had that sexy voice, and she was, like, really popular in her music. That's what I feel like is happening right now. You've got, like, Nathan's sexy voice. Mm. It might just be a thing you need to just keep going with. Just keep going. <laughs> just keep the nasal congestion. I mean, however you might do that. I'm Nathan. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> it's the whole thing. So for the next 15 minutes, I just want to talk about me. Wow. Let's do it. <laughs> 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 I mean, we could. We could, but we're not. Okay. Because no one wants to hear about me. <laughs> when do we hear about Mary? Yay. Um, there's so many things we can talk about. Uh, I, I just give, I think it's, I mean, I think it's interesting how we got connected. 
um, and what brought us here into my living room today, um, and the reason I wanted to do on the podcast is, so I went through, it's been about seven months when I started going to like Tony Robbins events and I've been to a wow. handful of them. Um, you can, you can judge the events. I don't really care for me. They were pretty transformative. Um, and the biggest area of my life that's been transformed is my friend network. Um, my existing friends have, you know, that I've always had have been amazing. Um, but having a group of people around me that think similarly, um, that are constantly pushing themselves in business and spirituality and, you know, like physical fitness, all of these things I haven't, I don't think I consistently had. And so we've got this amazing group of Tony Robbins, um, previous event attendees that meets here in Nashville. And one of the, the badasses that was leading this group was Mary. And so I'd go to these events and I'd sit there and I remember leaving one of the events. I'm like, I just want to connect with some strong, badass women. I want that energy in my life. Not at all from a dating perspective, literally just want a platonic, badass female relationship in my life. As many as I could get, right? And you were the first person I reached out to. And I'm your favorite, right? Your favorite. Come on. <laughs> We've done meditations together. Yep. Um, so... Although we haven't known each other in an immense amount of time. Actually, you're probably one of my closest friends right now. Yeah. So. It's so fun to see how those things happen. And like, you don't even know the gift that some of these events are going to bring to you after the fact, like even long after the event is over. It was so fun. I remember thinking when you came to my house for the, the mastermind, I was thinking, this guy's so cool. And to be able to like now sit here in your living room and do a podcast that you've been dreaming about and producing and creating. Hmm. It's just so exciting. It's like fun to be along the ride for people who are doing really important work, exciting work, work that they're passionate about and who, who inspire you. I mean, it's fun to be inspired by your friends and yeah. I mean, totally, I, I yeah. feel like that's mutual for us and yeah, this is going to be a great conversation. I just know it. Awesome. Well, let's jump in. Let's do it. The thing that I want to focus on today is kind of demystifying. I think we as creative entrepreneurs, as business owners, we get so hung up in the traditional way of marketing, right? Where we're like, I'm, I'm going I'm to spend you know, $1,000 on Facebook ads. I'm going to drive this target audience to my landing page. I'm going to drive them to my podcast, whatever it is. And we get so consumed with that traditional way of marketing today. Um, but I think you're doing something really well is you're connecting at a really personal individual level for your coaching business. And it's a, it's just a different way of marketing. It's a different way of engaging. Um, and I actually think you tell me if I'm wrong, but the, the net benefit, which is not only value to your clients, but money in your pockets to, you know, in your pocket to live the life you want to live is higher when you're doing more of this kind of laser focused approach to your audience. Is that right? Totally. I mean, there's two schools of thought. One is I need mass numbers. I need a lot of people to sign up for my program or my course or whatever it is that I'm offering. And maybe it's a smaller dollar amount. And if I have more people, it gives me more money. The other approach is kind of where I go is how can I engage with people more intimately, more authentically, one-on-one, -on -one, have a higher ticketed priced item mm -hmm. so that I can actually slow down to get to know the people that I'm going to be working with. And for me, for my business, obviously coaching is really personal, super intimate. And so this might not work for every kind of model, but I think 
at the end of the day, my, my coach would say to me, she would say, no sale happens outside of a conversation. Every sale is going to happen inside of a conversation. So I'm always thinking, what is that next conversation that I need to be having with somebody? Hmm. And so I love that because what it does is it takes it from numbers to faces. So instead of thinking about your audience in terms of the amount of people, the numbers, how many people can I get to click on this? How many followers can I get? How many people can I get to open up my email? I am actually visualizing the individual faces. Like I am meditating, I am visualizing, thinking about, okay, who do I want to be in my inner circle? So I just did a, a group coaching program launch, completely one-to-one launch. So it wasn't a public launch. I didn't do a webinar. I didn't do a mass email series. It was truly one-to-one. And I thought about it. Like I thought about who do I actually want to be working with from a personal standpoint, from a relational standpoint, from a business standpoint, intimacy, one-on-one, who are those faces? And it was really beautiful because as I've been meditating on this, I've been envisioning, okay, I'm gonna have a, a small group of eight women, and then I can obviously biggie size that and make it like another group of eight, but I wanna keep that group small and intimate. So who are gonna be those eight people? When you say meditate, expound a little bit on that for okay. me. Yeah, I forget. We're talking, we're talking to more people here. <clears throat> This is, okay, this is fun. So meditating for me, and this is different for every person. I also, you know, teach yoga and I'm all into that, you know, mm-hmm. woo-woo world, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, meditation is mostly visualization. I want to close my eyes and I want to begin looking inward to see how my future is going to go before it actually happens. So I'm visualizing the end results as if it were happening today. So when I'm saying I'm, I'm meditating on these eight women, I'm actually thinking about their faces. I'm thinking about what it might look like if we were in a living room together having a conversation, what it would look like for their lives to be transformed, and what it would look like for them to pay me money for my, for my program, mm. and write the check, or send me the PayPal amount, or whatever it might be. And so I'm actually going through and mentally rehearsing this scene before it actually happens. So it's practicing what I want to attract, what I want to see in my future before it ever even happens, before I ever contact these people, before I get any money, I'm seeing it as though it's already happened. So that's what I do when I meditate. So I spend time in the morning thinking about these faces, almost, you know, like if you came from a real Christian perspective, it'd be like, you know, praying over these people, but in, in, in the maybe more, um, you know, woo woo side of it. It's like, I'm actually thinking about these people and saying, are they going to be a right fit? Can I serve them? How am I going to serve them? Where will their lives be changed forever? And that's what I'm focusing on and giving my attention to every morning. And you might not, you might not actually know their, not the individual person, but that the general aura, if, uh, or I don't know if that's the well, right word. I would say it's a little bit of both because honestly, the more specific I can get in, in my mind, yeah. now I'm not married to it. I'm not attached to it, right? Mm-hmm. I always say this or something better. So it's like, these are the people that I might want to be my group, mm-hmm. but I'm also open to it being different or it, it presenting itself in a different way or somebody else comes in that I didn't even think about. But I do actually want to visualize their face. I actually do want to visualize my, my people because here's what's interesting about that. You can only do that if you're intimately connected with your audience. Mm. So if you just have all of these followers and you can't 
call them by name and not obviously not everybody, right. but if you don't ha- know your core people, the people who like your posts every single time that you post, the people who watch your story every single time mm-hmm. you post a story, the people who open up your emails and respond to your emails every single time you send out a podcast update or a newsletter or whatever. If you're not engaging with those people, I would consider that your inner circle. If you don't know those faces intimately, if you don't know their actual names, it's a missed opportunity because those are your people. Those are the people that will follow you wherever you go, who want to sign up when you offer something, who are truly your advocates, honestly, oftentimes without expecting anything in return. And, and so those are the people that you want to be visualizing because that is your inner circle and your inner circle, man, if you can love on them, engage with them, nurture them, I mean, that is only going to expand and expand and expand. They become the mouthpieces of your brand and for your business. Hmm. I love that. I'm, I'm just, I'm sitting here, I'm taking that in. Um, there's so, so, so much in what you just shared, even just, the idea of visualizing, it, it took me to, not business related, but it's an example of me visualizing something that I can immediately go back to. Because when you're visualizing, you're not, you, said, you said this, you're envisioning what they look like, the feeling of exchanging money, them writing a check to you. I imagine, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're also maybe even seeing like what the light, like visually what it, like literally what it would look like, what's around you, what it smells like, what it feels like tactilely, like on your fingers, yep. right? Totally. All the senses, you're bringing that into this visualization exercise. Yeah, the more you can attach what Dr. Joe Dispenza says is elevated emotion to your visualization, it makes it more powerful. And how you do that, and think about elevated emotion, which would be love, acceptance, gratitude, um, mm. Uh, I mean, you know, anything that's, that's like a high vibe emotion. Right. Right. So to me that it's just gratitude. So when I think about these women, I'm smiling, like I might be sitting in my living room or I might be sitting in my bedroom and I'm actually physically smiling. I'm feeling that sense of gratitude for these women and just excited for their journey. Like I, I close my eyes and I think about what they're going to be doing and where they're struggling currently and what's coming up for them and how what I'm going to offer them is going to give them more peace, more clarity, greater purpose. And like that gets me so excited and I'm just so ridiculously grateful. And so putting that elevated emotion to the visualization and like you said, seeing it in real live technicolor, like you're playing out a movie in your brain. Oh my God, that just makes it real. <laughs> it's so, so good. You're, you're lightening up just talking about it. I know, I really am, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I like, to, I like to break things up, right? So I understand the visualization aspect. You've literally put yourself in that moment. You've captured that ideal client. You've already, you've already envisioned that, right? So that's the most important part. Yeah. And the, the thing is... And I, I don't want to like skirt over this. You, you did not, this is different than like I'm positively thinking. This is not positive thinking. This is literally feeling it in your gut. Yeah. And that's, that is the difference. I've talked a, a, a lot of recent episodes around mindset um, and that idea of positive aff- affirmations has come up you know, multiple times. It's a key part of, of any correct mindset. But I think the part that the majority of the population, and I, I put myself in that category prior to, what, six months ago, is 
there's a difference in saying it than feeling it. Yeah. Well, and even embodying it would embodying be it. a different way of looking at it too. And I think that this is our Tony, our Tony training, yeah. obviously, but really embodying it like kinesthetically. So getting your body involved in it as well. So as you're sitting there and you're meditating and you're visualizing it, so you're thinking about it, you're creating this picture in your mind, but the kinesthetic part, that's what I was talking about when I said elevated emotion, you know, you're moving the muscles of your face, you're practicing the emotion that you're going to feel in advance. And then you can get your body involved too. Like for me, and I know you do this as well. It's like you engage your arms, you engage your, your physical body. And so when you think about gratitude, you might have your hands on your chest mm -hmm. or you might be getting excited and you have your arms stretched out to the ceiling in a receptive mode, or you might be pumping your fist if you're getting, you know, in that, in that state of, yes, let's do it. I get, I'm so excited. And so you're, you're getting your body kinesthetically engaged as well. And so at the end of this visualization, you're embodying it with your breath. Like oftentimes when I think about wanting to bring something in to my life. So if, for example, these eight women, I will use my breath as an element to enhance that. So for example, I would breathe in and imagine that that's almost like a magnet. Like it's pulling these people into me. Mm -hmm. And then as I exhale, I expand that energy. So it's like... And I might stretch my arms out really wide. And as I exhale, I put my hand into a fist and I slowly pull my hand and my fist and my arm into the center of my body. Inhale, stretch them out wide, palms open. Exhale, close my fist, pull it into my body. And so I'm using that idea of a magnet, pulling something in to me, but I'm doing that physically with my arms and my hands and my breath. So it's, I know I get so excited about this. I know, I know. it's awesome. <laughs> but it's like all of those elements together, it's supercharging that ability to create what it is that you can see in your mind. Mm -hmm. So it's not just, yay, this is gonna be a great launch. It's let's see it, let's create it in our minds, let's add elevated emotion, and let's use our bodies and our breath to make it even more powerful. Yeah, and this is what leading athletes do. Oh, they, yeah. This is exactly what they do. Just ask my best friend, Tiger Woods. I mean, he'll tell you. Oh. Yeah. You know T-Money as well? T-Money, man. Me and him. Uh, BFFs. Let me tell you. On the back nine yesterday, mm. I took him to town. Now, I don't think that comes out correctly. The way I just phrased that, <laughs> well, I took him to town. You know, maybe it's my ten-year-old boy brain. It could also be that sexy voice. It's just taking you down mm. a whole other. But yeah, T money <laughs> and the visualizations. I'm just gonna bring. I'm gonna bring it back for us. Okay, please. please. So um, just as T money would do, we can also. No, but I mean, truly, you're so right, though. I mean, really, every every athlete is doing this kind of work. And, and now, I mean, more and more professional entrepreneurs are starting to implement this kind of thinking. It's pretty cool to see what happens as a result of this. I mean, I've, I've, I've witnessed it. Yeah. I mean, you told me like, Nathan, I'm manifesting this today. I manifested this today. I'm going to do this. Yeah. And here we are weeks later, not months, weeks later. Yeah. Where you are just in the final stages of bringing that dream to like full like just making it actually happen. Heck yeah. Um, okay, so so we've we've completely manifested in our and envisioned our ideal client. In the process of going around getting them, that dog's gonna be there all day long. So <laughs> don't worry about that. Um, 
So take me through now. Now, now it's the next part of that process. I imagine is the actual outreach to right. these people. Yep. So the actual authentic connection. Yes. So to me, what's not authentic? Let me just start with that. Is like writing series of emails that are just plug and play. You know, you follow formula and you just put in your information. Like I'm a big believer in energy and I feel like people can sense your intention. People can sense if something is real or not, if it's your actual voice. Yeah. And I think that there is this deep desire more than ever for people to have authentic connections. I mean, based on social media and Instagram and Facebook and all these ways that we quote unquote connect with people, you know, depression rates are sky high. Anxiety is sky high. I mean, we are like desperate for real connection. Mm. So to me, that's the gap in the industry that a lot of people are missing. It's like they start seeing people as formulas. They start seeing the system as a formula, plug and play. Let me do this X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. And then at the end of the day, it's like, did you ever actually slow down to think about the person that you're connecting with, what they're doing right now, what they're thinking about, what they're stressed about, what their day looks like with their family? Do they even have a family? All those elements, you know, I'm sure that you'll talk about this in a different podcast of like who, who your actual client is. Mm -hmm. But if you take it out of, okay, who's your avatar? And you actually think about that person from a heart level. And I know this is like maybe more of a feminine way of approaching it. But to me, I'm thinking about it relationally because I'm showing up to serve one person. Period. And, Everyone is at the end of the day, right? Everybody is. And it's like, if I get to impact one person's life and have a shift and transformation with one person, it's like getting back to the place where that's enough. Right. Now, obviously that's going to multiply and that's going to scale. But at the end of the day, and I mean that from a really genuine, authentic place, I'm not saying that as like a sales tactic. I mean that from like, in my heart, I had to switch from ego to my soul. Ego from numbers, let me get these people signed up, let me get the money, to salt. How can I love on these people? So the conversation for me looks like one-to-one. So do you want me to break that down? I do because because that that concept makes complete sense. Yeah. But at the end of the day, a lot of entrepreneurs, creatives, they're going to spend so much time doing that one-to-one, they're basically trading their time and not necessarily getting paid for it. So there's a fine line. Like how, how do you authentically outreach, but still ensure that you're not working, you know, 18 hour days and not around for your family and you're exhausted all the time. Well, and I think this is a long-term game. Okay. So, I mean, I do this for my launch, but from a, from a bigger you know, way of looking at it from going up and and looking at the 10,000 foot view, this is a longer kind of game Mm -hmm. in the sense that this isn't necessarily what you have to do every day, all day, but it's investing in small ways into these people. So I'll show you, I'll show you how I did it for the launch and then you can apply it however you would, if you wanted to do it from a micro level. So, so what I did is the first thing that I did on Instagram was that I put up a poll on my Insta story and I asked people to answer A, B, C, or D. And I actually asked a question in three different ways. You know how Instagram has like different polls that you can use on their story. Yeah. One is like, you know, um, fill in the question. So I said, you know, 
do you feel like you were enough? Or when was the last time that you felt like you were enough? Fill in the blank. I had a very small percentage of people that responded back to me on that because it required that they actually like slow down and think about it. So that was ineffective. Mm -hmm. The second question that I asked was pick A, B, C, or D. Do you want to feel more alive, more feminine? Do you want to stop pretending or find your voice? And I had probably, I don't know, 150, 200 votes on that. Okay. And I was like, okay, that's great. That was easy for people to vote. So then what I did is I ended up sending every single person that voted a question on DM. And I said, thank you so much for, you know, responding to this and voting on this thing. You know, what would it take for you to live more fully alive? Or what would it look like if you were feeling more feminine? Or what would it look like to find your voice? So I just asked them sort of a, a deeper dive question. And I said, I would say from that, I probably got maybe... 30 responses. So it wasn't everybody. And I knew that it wasn't going to be everybody was going to respond. But from that 30, oh my God, it was honest to God, the smartest thing that I could have done because people were sending me these paragraph responses. Mm. And why that was so important for me from a business standpoint is I got to see, now these are the, the things that they were voting on were topics that were, I was going to be covering within my group coaching program. And so what I got back was their own words, their own language, what they were struggling with, what they wanted more of, and the resources that they were already using that were being helpful. And so from that, I was able to take some people that maybe I didn't really know personally, just, you know, names of my followers, get to know them better. And then if I felt like they were the right fit for my group, Here's what I did next. And I didn't do this for everybody because again, I was curating this really small group and I'm going to spend the next six months of my life with these eight women. So I want to make sure that they're like Mm. people that I want to spend time with and that are ready for this kind of 2.0 program. So what I did was for the people who I knew weren't the right fit for the program, I offered them a piece of value. Like, have you ever thought about trying this out? Or I might ask them, Another question, like one thing that I do is ask myself this, or have you ever read the book, blah, 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 blah. I think that might be really supportive to you right now. So these, these are the value is not necessarily something you have. No. It's just a nugget of information, a recommendation. Yep. Okay. Got it. Cause again, it's like, I want to serve them, right? Yeah. What's something that I actually know is going to help for, but for the people who I actually felt like might be a good fit for the program, what I did, and this is kind of the automation part, I recorded myself doing about a one minute video. So it was on Insta story, you know, the, the system of that. So it was like in this 15 second little clip. So I think there were four of them. So maybe that's 45 seconds. And I just said, Hey girl, I said, I'm so, now I will say this. Hey girl. Hey girl. (laughs) (laughs) But Well, first of all, I think that's so powerful to speak to someone in a video. Like you would speak to them in real life. Like if you, I mean, you know me and obviously you're not a girl, but like if you were my girlfriend, I'm always like, Hey girl, what's up? Hey girl, like that's how I talk in normal life, right? So I I recorded a a video and I said, hey girl, I said, thank you so much for answering this. It's so fun to get to know you better. Um, I just love, you know, hearing from you personally. And I said, you know, I'm going to be probably announcing this publicly in the next week, but I'm I'm starting this program. It's going to be my dream group. And given what we talked about, I think this might be something you're actually going to be interested in. So I thought I might let you know about it ahead of time before I go public with it. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, maybe get a tiny blip again, it's 45 seconds yeah. total. Can I send you some information about that? Yeah. 
And again, because it feels personal, which it was, I mean, it was like, I'm sending this, except that I did one video take and I'm sending that out to several people. So I'm not doing a personal video. Right. I sent that out to these, these women and everybody that I sent that video out to was like, uh, yeah. And so it was like, oh, awesome. Okay, great. Can I, can I get your email address? I'm going to send you, I'll send you. She didn't even have their email address yet. No, this is like just some random follower. Huh. Fascinating. Okay. So shoot me your email and I'll, and I'll give you some more information or send me your email. I'll shoot you information. So they say, yeah, great. Right. Because I've built trust. I've built rapport. They feel like they have a one-on-one connection with me. I've slowed down to actually engage with them, to personally respond to them. Yeah. So I get their email address. So then what I did is in the same outfit that I wore in the little video take that I just sent them, I did another video, but this time it was five minutes long. And this is where I actually... This is pre-recorded as well? Pre-recorded. Okay. So I send the five-minute video that explains the group coaching program. And again, I start the video by saying, hey girl, thanks for letting me send this to you. I think this is way easier to send this to you rather than try to type this up in an email. So let me explain to you kind of my heart about this program and what it's about. So I explain my heart, like here's my vision for this program. Hmm. I think you might actually be a good fit. And here's what I say. I'm not married to this being a good fit for you. I don't know that. But I would love to have a conversation with you to see if it might be supportive. Yeah. Right. So I've explained what it is and I'm like, and I was like, it might not be. It just, and that's totally fine. I know this is going to fill up quickly, so no problem. But can you, you know, can you get on a quick call with me and we'll talk about it? Every single person that I sent that video to said yes. So then I send them a follow-up email. Awesome. I'm so glad we're going to get on a call. Here's how you schedule that. You know, send them my Calendly link. And then they schedule a 30 minute discovery call Mm -hmm. and they get that one-on-one time with me. And I would say, I mean, my, my my rate for people getting into the program is huge from that call. What's your, yeah. What's your conversion rate? Let me just think about this. I would say 85%. I think I had two people who said no, who, who I was kind of in agreement that it wasn't the right program for them. Right. But everybody else has said yes. And, and, and and most conversion rates that are good are going to be, if I'm not mistaken, like between 10 to 20%. Is like a good <laughs> right, conversion totally, rate, yeah. right? So you're crushing that. Because here's what I did in a, in a separate model. This is kind of interesting. So I did two different things. So that was my one-to-one through Instagram. Is it okay if I go into all this? No, it's just great. Okay, cool. Yeah. So then the second thing that I did is I did a 21-day meditation challenge on Facebook that was free. Yep. So I did 21 days of guided meditation from yours truly. And at the end of that, people were saying, and this is actually how I even created the program in the first place. What's Mm. next? I want to go deeper. Mm. So in real time, I'm like, Oh, let's do group coaching. I love that. You know, obviously I do one-on-one coaching all the time, but I thought this is a way to scale this. So I heard their needs, figured out what they wanted and created a curriculum and program around it. Literally like in real time within a couple days of when I was going to tell them about it. Yeah. I remember chatting about it. (laughs) So, so then I said, um, y'all, I'm going to, offer this program. Let's hop on a Facebook live. I'm going to tell you about it. So I did the same thing. Basically that five minute video that I created over here, I created on a Facebook live and it was about 30 minutes long. And I went into real depth, but again, I said, Hey y'all, I'm not doing a webinar. There's nothing flashy about this. I don't have a PowerPoint. I'm just going to tell you about it. Like, like we're talking in my living room. Hmm. And I had a ball cap on, my hair was braided to the side. I didn't have makeup on. And because what we had done is I had been in their ear for 21 days straight. Right. So they felt like they knew me. I was already getting on Facebook live in the mornings doing these guided meditations. And so it just felt like an extension of that. So from there, um, 
having the ability to pinpoint certain people, what I did is I sent a personal email out and said, Hey, I know you were in this program. I loved having you. I loved seeing your comments on the different meditations. It was just so powerful to see your journey through this 21 days. I'm, I saw that you watched the video. I just really want to personally invite you to this program. Selfishly, I would really love to have you in the group. Mm-hmm. Like you are somebody that I've always connected with. I love seeing your name pop up whenever you comment on things. I just think that your journey is right in line with what we're going to be dealing with in this group coaching program. I would love to invite you into that. Now, is that, that, that sounds like a really time consuming personal email. Did you take like, no. So what I did is I, I just templated it out. So I just wrote that. Like, again, I was writing it to one person right? because I'm using language that's generic enough. Right. Right. But then there was one little area inside of that email that I'm personalizing. Yeah. You'll make that contextual. One sentence worth Mm -hmm. that I'm personalizing to that person. Mm -hmm. Like if we had a previous conversation, I can reference that. I can reference a comment that they put on one of my meditations, you know, something like that. Right. And that was really fun because I actually got to think about who do I actually want inside of this group? Slow down to really think through out of this group. I think I had like 250 people inside of the meditation group out of that 250. Who do I actually want? Mm -hmm. And that was a hundred percent conversion. Wow. So to me again, it's like, and I'm not talking big numbers, right? But my, my coaching program is $2,500 for six months. So to me, I don't need a hundred people to sign up for this. Right. I mean, eventually, sure. I could have multiple groups, but what I'm looking for is having these one-on-one connections with people who are going to be willing to pay me that kind of price because we've created trust. There's intimacy already in this connection mm-hmm. and it's authentic. Like they get me and they get the real me. It feels so good. Like in so many ways, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like a, that's like an eighties candy commercial. It feels so good, <laughs> but it does. Like I'm yeah. sitting here as you're sharing this and I'm, I'm seeing you light up. You're lighting up about the clients, about what you're offering them. But there's also this, there's a simplicity in what you're doing. You haven't fully over-engineered this. This does take work, but we're not talking about months and months of work. I mean, you you had actually, if I'm not mistaken, you had launched or communicated the launching of this um, this coaching, this group coaching program, but you hadn't actually created the group coaching content yet. Oh, I still haven't. Still haven't. Okay. <laughs> so it's just, it's beautiful. It's like this this constant theme of imperfect action. Yeah. And it all starts with... Um, I can't find the word for it. It's, well, it's authentic engagement is what it was. And I would even say more than imperfect, although I think that's so dead on, it's inspired. Mm. It's imperfect and it's inspired. It's like what feels easy? (laughs) What feels real? Mm -hmm. Because to me, doing the over-engineering highly automated where there's place for that. And I think that, you know, as you scale, there's a place for that. It makes sense. But to me, it's like, what can I do where there's no resistance that feels really authentic? And to me, authenticity, vulnerability, Mm. being real is high. Those are all really high values for me. And it's part of my brand. And so for me, 
all of what I was doing felt effortless because it was like, I'm actually just connecting with these women. I don't feel like I have to create a whole system, which oftentimes for my personality will keep me stuck in the mud. It's like, if I feel like I have to automate everything and create all these systems before I ever launch, I never actually launch. And so for me to be able to go, how would Mary do this? If I could slow down and do it Mary's way, how would Mary do it? And Mary wants to just connect with people. Mary wants to have real conversations. Mary wants to have a group of eight women whose lives are changed forever. That's what gets me off, you know? Mm. And so for me, giving myself permission to kind of a little bit go against the tide, right. to do what I felt like inspired action, what felt like it was right for me. To me, whatever that is for you, what feels right for you, that feels easy, the path of least resistance, <coughs> what feels effortless, that's to me where your conversion rate is going to be the highest always. Right. That's bold. Yeah. Well, that's how we do it, right? That's how you do it for sure. <laughs> that's true. I mean, it's like experimenting in real time, you know? And if I did this and it didn't work, it's like, okay, let's go back to the drawing board. We'll figure it out. Mm, I love it. It's inspiring for me because you know, I'm going through a similar, because it's a similar shift in my career. And, um, so this is, <laughs> it's just, it, there's so many golden nuggets that you're sharing here. Talk to me about, um, so I guess we'll kind of skip over the actual program because you're in the process of building that out right now, yeah. but there's an element though of scale. You've talked about this a couple times. Yep. Um, let, let's double click into that a little bit. I think that's because I'm sitting here and I'm starting to kind of think through this, the process of getting those eight women, those 12 women, that small group of women together, that makes complete sense. Yeah. But how do we scale that out to a million dollar business. And for me, and the reason that the thought behind this question is not an egotistical million dollars. I mean, you and I have talked about this, yeah. right? For me, you know, a million dollars for me is a number. It's a big, it's a bold number. I want to hit that number. Um, but for me, selfishly, I want to give 500K away, right? That's why yeah. a million is important to me. Um, so anyways, my point is... Well, and let's be honest. I mean, who didn't love some money? Well, you know, I, I, I agree. Who doesn't <laughs> I mean, money, money is not the enemy, right? I mean, it's like, let's make some money. Let's help some people and make some freaking money. Well, that's the way of, I don't think we all think about it that way. Yeah. I, I, and I would, I would venture to say, I don't think I'm a hundred percent there yet myself. Okay. What I mean by that is, is for me historically, for some reason, this limiting belief is like, you know, making money. There's, there's, there's something negative in that. Well, I can tell you exactly what it is. Tell me. You ready for this? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I just well, peed myself a little bit. Go ahead. <laughs> um, it, I mean, that's just old indoctrinization from religion. I mean, what's the Bible verse that says, you know, it's easier for the, what is it? C camel, needle. <laughs> what? You're asking the wrong guy. Y'all, this is, this is a moment. <laughs> but basically, like, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to go to heaven. I have never heard that term. Yeah. And I now they have gotten that okay. first part camel needle through the eye thing wrong, but basically it's really hard for a rich man to get to heaven. Huh. And so there is this underbelly of religion that demon demonizes people who have money, the rich man, the Pharisees, you know, all of that. I mean, it's a whole conversation, whether you are, you know, a religious person now, you know, but it's like you have on one end, 
this idea in religion of people um, being frugal, right? Having, having, you know, I don't need a lot. And then you have on the other end, you have like prosperity gospel. So it's really confusing. But I think that for me, I had to really dive deep into a lot of my money issues. And what I found was, and what I found with most of my clients, because I think this is so common, is that the issues that they're dealing with when it comes to money are old religious concepts hmm. around money. Money is the root of all evil. And so... Yeah, more you, money, more problems. Yep, you got to make <clears throat> peace with some of those things. And like, what I love what you're doing is you're talking about how money is going to actually give you the ability to give more, to bless more lives, to make an impact in a greater way. Right. And so you have to begin to shift that, but it's it's more than just a new idea. I mean, you got to kind of, to me, go to the root of the issue and mm-hmm. reframe that, re- rewrite those set of beliefs around money. Um, yeah. You know, I, you know, the epiphany I had, it's interesting as, I, as we talk, th- talk this through, this is fun. This is like just a therapy session almost, right? <laughs> um, that, that, like, that, that mind switch that happened for me. And then, and then I want to talk about like, like at the end of the day, I want to I talk about making money with your business, yeah. scaling this, this, this group coaching plan out. Um, but I want to wrap up this thought around my mind shift because I think it's an important thing to share, which was when I was in Fiji last December, um, you know, here was at the Life and Wealth, Wealth Mastery with Tony Robbins. And I was going through this course and we're talking about money and planning and doing all the financial planning. And that's historically how I have thought of money is if I can gather as much of it together, if I can hoard it up, mm. right, and put it into the right buckets, it was this idea of like, um, it, it was the capturing and holding of it, the attainment of it. Yeah. That was the the obsession um, for for valid reasons. You know, I've got a family to support sure. and I've got a lifestyle that I want to have and we're not talking about a lavish lifestyle and if it does, who gives an F, right? Like, like I just, I had all these expectations. So the mind shift for me was I realized that money is just another form of energy. I was hoping you were going to pause so I could finish your sentence. M- money is another form of energy that's what I'm always saying (laughs) (laughs) but it was it's saying it and feeling it are two different things and and here I was I remember standing up in front of the entire group and I was like guys it just hit me the energy the love the things that I know to be true Nathan I can bring that to the world one of the ways is through money whether that's through the home that I build and the parties that I throw and bring together my mm-hmm. community. We're talking about like my entire neighborhood, bring them together into my home. Let me cook for them. That is, I can do that through money, right? Yeah. The business that I build and the impact I have on people is through money. And it's just another way for me to extend my soul and my true self out to the world. So I'd be doing myself a disservice if I did not make a massive amount of money. Well, it just gets to... It gets the to the heart of the matter, which is money just puts a gigantic magnifying glass on the person that you already are. And so if you are a Ooh. loving, generous, amazing person, it's just going to biggie size that. You're just going to get to be a more loving, generous person. You mm. know, if you are a, a negative, you know, person who takes advantage of people and who is a lying scumbag, more money is just going to amplify that. Right. So it really, to me is, it's not about money and that's where you can really focus on the energy aspect of it. It just magnifies who you already are. And when you are really confident 
in the goodness of who you are, then it's like money becomes fun. Mm-hmm. It's like, Ooh, how much of this can I make? It becomes a giant experiment. That's how I think of it. It's like, this is just fun because I want to see how good it can get. Yeah. And to me, money flows in and money flows out. There's always more where that came from. I'm a magnet to money. I'm a magnet to opportunity. Everything that I touch turns to gold. I love money. Like I just love it. Like I live in the laws of abundance and, and for me, it makes what I do, it, it, it's coming out of a place of <coughs> overflow instead of a place of lack. There's no fear. There's no anxiety around money. So when I show up to serve these eight women or my one-on-one coaching client or through my podcast or through my courses online, I'm doing that from a place of overflow. And so for me, it's just like this exchange of energy. I'm giving something and I'm getting something in return. And that looks like money. The return looks like money, but it's, it's all the same. It's so, it's just so fun. Like I look at my bank account every day and I'm just like, hell yeah. You know, like I love it. Like I love money and I love Hmm. money because it allows me to be more of me. Yeah. 100%. Mm, So inspiring. Um, well, let's talk about making money. Let's talk about it. So we've got this small group of individuals are paying $2,500 for a six month program how do you scale that um, where you're not, tra- you know, I mean, this term is, it's a general term, right? We're not trading time for money. At some point, yeah. we want to create some residual income. What do you got? What do you got in the works for that? Okay. So the idea here is number one, what I would say to anybody is what is it that you really love to do? Because for me, I don't ever want to not work with individuals. There are some people that would want to automate their whole system so that they could essentially let it be 100% residual and just operate on its own and they can walk away. For me, I don't want that. I mean, I already have a business like that, number one, um, that's residual that makes me great money, um, which is my doTERRA essential oil business. But it's a whole nother conversation because you've scaled that thing to a massive level. Yeah, it's incredible. So, but for me, like what brings me joy in my life is actually getting to impact people's lives. So I don't want to lose that. However, that isn't going to be the option that everybody can choose who follows me. Like not everybody can pay $2,500 or, and, which is why, first of all, I created the group coaching in the first place because my one-on-one coaching, like I charge 10 grand for six months, 18,000 for a year, and not everybody can afford that. Mm-hmm. So this group coaching is sort of the middle tier of the system, right? So if my top tier is gonna be my one-on-one coaching and I only have so many slots for that, Then I'm going to have my second tier, which is going to be my middle tier, which is going to be my group coaching. Number one, I can scale that by duplicating the groups. So I can do the same content, the same curriculum and do multiple groups of those eight. Okay. If I wanted to. Now that's still trading time for money, but it's the ability to do more. And I can automate that now that I'm, you know, creating the curriculum now, obviously it's upfront work, but eventually I'll be able to automate that in a way where I really only be showing up for those live calls and everything else will be automated. That's true. I, I, you, as you went through just just the personalized outreach, a lot of that can be automated oh, with completely. bots um, all the way to, yeah. To, there's going to be a point where you need to engage, but you can simplify a lot of it. Yes. Okay, yep. so continue. So then from there, what I want to do is the bottom tier will be a membership site. And so what I love about this model for me and my coaching is that the membership site would include like guided meditations, monthly teachings. I mean, everything that I do, whether it's my podcast, whether it's now this, um, group coaching program every month 
has a theme, which is great. So like we're in July, 2019, as we record this Mm -hmm. and the month, uh, topic is identity. So all the content that I create this month is going to be centered around identity. Who am I? Who is my authentic self? How can I come back home to who I really am? And so everything that I create is around that. So if it's a membership site, guided meditations around that, extra teachings around that Facebook group community, which I think is huge. I, I hope that one day there's a better way to do it than Facebook. Cause I'm not a huge fan of having to be on that platform, right. but for right now, that's great. And then obviously my podcast episodes, and you could even do a personalized podcast within the membership site that the only people who get to hear your you know, secondary podcasts are the people inside of that membership group. That's a great point. And so it's almost like the VIP podcast. It doesn't go out to the public. It's special content, more concentrated for them. And maybe they, that's a $49 a month product. And so they pay that mm-hmm. every month membership. And then what's great about this is each one of these, um, levels is going, they're going to feed into each other. So wherever you in, right. go into, you can either go up to, the group coaching and then eventually one-on-one coaching, or if you're in one-on-one coaching or the group coaching and you need monthly support after you've completed your six months or a year, you go into the membership site. So what I love about it is they feed into each other and you can enter into this system wherever you want to and go back and forth between the different offerings. And what's really cool is I, as I'm listening to this, there is value for the, per, the, the person at the right point in their journey. You're adding value. But Instagram, it's free content. Facebook, we've got free, free content. Then we come through membership. It's, 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 it's a paid content, but it's, it's, it's um, a little bit more curated. Mm-hmm. It's not, but it's not full in. And then you've got the small group coaching and you've got your one-on-one coaching. Yeah. Um, and eventually for me, I mean, what mm-hmm. I love to do is speak. So stage two of this will be doing more personally personal events or retreats with me, which I love. Like I host retreats to Peru and here locally. And I just love that. And then, you know, write a book and go from there. So that's, that's next year though. That's next year. (laughs) Um, you're such a badass. I love it. I'm sitting over here. If you guys can see a video of this, I'm just grinning ear to ear. It's really cool to be in the presence of, uh, of someone who truly enjoys what she does steps up in massive ways. Um, I just love the way you approach life. Thanks. Little, little air, um, little, what do you call that? Fist bump. Fist bump. Boom. (laughs) Um, listen, I want to, I want to wrap up, not because I want to stop talking, but because at some point I have to end this episode. True. Uh, we've spent a lot of time talking about things that you're really, really good at. What's the thing that's like makes you the most uncomfortable right now? Mm, That's such a great question. Honestly, I would say probably this, this idea of automating. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. Like I don't, I'm not a systems person. And Mm. the reason that I can tell you what I just told you is because I'm doing that out of really this just icky feeling I get in my gut around creating systems. Like that's not my strength. Strategic thinking is not one of my top strengths. So what makes me really uncomfortable is thinking about if I'm going to grow, there's a misperception that I have that I'm going to have to automate everything and lose contact with the one-on-one. And I'm not willing to do that. Hmm. And there is a fear that what if I don't do that? 
Am I being stupid? I mean, it's like every single one of us, I think, has these doubts and these fears around what we're doing and thinking, am I just a giant fraud? Am I going to, am I going to say, oh yeah, do this and do this and this, and I can't actually do it, you know? And so that's, what's making me uncomfortable right now is this tension between what I know is true in my heart and what I really want to be doing, which is this personal one-on-one connection. Right. And then this, this fear that what if it fails? Now, I know that like looking at you because your face is like, well, I'm like, what? What, what's the, what is the failure? That maybe nobody signs up for my programs or that I don't make a million dollars or that people don't take me seriously and I try these things out and they didn't work, which I think every entrepreneur feels that way. And I'm just, that's just me just being vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. Because honestly, like when I look at what I do, I'm like, it's working. It already is working. Well, that's why I'm looking at you this way. I know. Like I already am successful, but it's like, I think that's the crazy making is being an entrepreneur is even when you are successful, you have these doubts about right, yourself. Right. And this is, I mean, this is why I love to do coaching and this is why I have <clears> my <throat> own coach. Like I'm a coach and I have my own coach because it's like all mindset stuff. Right. Yeah. So it's, this is, this is the real of the real of the real, even when you're successful, even what you're doing, even when what you're doing is working, I think it's just human nature to question, am I, am I going to mess up? Am I going to fail? Am I enough? And so that to me, I think is probably like what makes me feel uncomfortable is like, Oh God, <laughs> you know, like I hope this works out. And yet I also have a deep peace in knowing that it will. Yeah. I mean, it's holding both of those energies together, that tension. Hmm. Well, there is no solving that other than being aware of it. Yeah. And I think, what is the, is the definition of, yeah, the definition of courage, or at least one of them, is willing to take that step in the face of fear? Yeah, doing it anyways, even mm-hmm. when you're fearful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what this journey is about. Journey is in life? Well, I mean, yeah, I guess ultimately, but I was thinking just being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Creative. I mean, it's putting yourself out there and experimenting and knowing that even when things do fail, it doesn't define you and you're not a failure. I mean, that's the difference. I am probably going to fail and I have failed, mm-hmm. but I'm not a failure. No, I, uh, I was riding a, riding my bike the other day and you know, one of the, one of like, one of my limiting beliefs that had held me back for many years was that I wasn't good enough. Right. Mm-hmm. It was kind of that. So that I had this intense drive. Um, and coming uh, the like the flip side of that one of the things that I consistently tell myself now and I feel it I should say I feel it more than say it um which is that I'm a warrior mm. all right I take steps I get things done I'm unstoppable that's like one of these things that I tell myself and that's not from a place of ego it literally is like this just it's like this like pat on my back like you are a warrior you get up and the revelation I had the other day was you know I was I was feeling depressed and I was down and I was riding my bike. And in that moment, I feel it. In that moment, I had this peace come over me and said, because I was telling myself, like, you're a warrior. I'm going up this hill, mm-hmm. feeling the lactic acid in, in my quads, you know, and I'm just burning it out. I'm like, you're a warrior. You're a warrior. And immediately I said, but you're also sad. Mm. And that's doesn't mean you're not a warrior. Right. Right. So you fail. Yeah. That doesn't mean you're not filling the blank. You're a badass, you know, yeah. accomplished, successful, 
whatever that is that's powerful for you, you're, you're going to feel sad, you're going to feel depressed, you're going to fail, uh, fill in the blank with all these negative things that we get hung up, uh, you know, our fear gets so like attached to. Yeah. Well, there's space to be a human. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of the most comforting things that I say my, to myself. It's okay to be human. Mm-hmm. Which means I'm not a robot, I'm not perfect. It's okay to be human. Yeah. I um, actually want to I want to leave on that. That is peaceful right there. We've talked about a lot of awesome stuff today. We've talked about connecting with an audience at a really personal level, a way of, of actually automating a little bit of that, creating this templated approach, but making it still personal. I um, mean, the value that has on your business, these high ticket, you know, $2,500 tickets that you're selling for these programs. So that's really powerful. But then we've, we've taken it to this place of mindset and, and self-love. So that is a solid, <clears throat> a solid, just time well spent with you. Yeah, that was great. How do people connect with you? Well, they can go to maryhyatt.com, subscribe to my podcast, Living Fully Alive with Mary Hyatt, and check me out on Instagram, Mary G. Hyatt, for all kinds of awesome That's little Hyatt nuggets. As in the hotel? It is Hyatt like the hotel, H Y A T T. I am in no way an heir to the hotel. Could have fooled me. <laughs> Self made, baby. Self made. <laughs> Uh, thanks, Mary. Thanks, man. It was awesome. Boom. You rock. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Listen, I truly hope you got something out of this episode that you can implement in your life or business immediately. But before you go, I've got one ask of you, and that's to please subscribe and rate this podcast. Help me help other creative entrepreneurs like you and I. And here's the deal. When you leave your rating, you'll win a 15-minute free consultative meeting with me to talk specifically about your business. Just send me an email with an image or a screenshot of your rating, and we'll schedule the time. Thanks again. You rock.